What is the Analytics-Enabled Security Operations Center, and what are some best practices for improving incident response and breach investigation? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be discussing this topic today with Haiyan Song. She's Vice President of Security Markets with Splunk. Haiyan, thanks so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Glad we got an opportunity to talk about this new analytics-enabled SOC concept uh, we have been practicing in a lot of our customers. Well, this is going to be a topic of a presentation you're giving at RSA Asia-Pacific in Singapore, so I'm delighted to speak with you now. And to start out with, I'd like to ask you for a little bit of context. How do you see security threats morphing, and where do you see traditional security solutions falling down? So the modern threats, it's really what's so unique about it and uh, so challenging. It's, it's actually blending the known and expected and normal sort of all together. The threats is blended in. So oftentimes the breach happens using valid credentials and they usually touch many systems. You've seen some numbers like 40 systems. So Try to use the traditional signature-based or rule-based system. Try to detect the unknowns, detect the things that's blended in. It's actually really hard. So what we have seen in sort of working with our customers and partners and solution uh, partners is uh, some of the existing technology, they tend to be more rigid in, you know, how they get data in, in how people can access data. So it's challenged in dealing with a very dynamic and evolving landscape of threats. As you know, many of the new threat vectors happens um, with the advancement of our technology. They try to evade them. So what they're failing, uh, or at least I think most of the industry will continue need to do better, is how do we provide better data inclusion and accessibility to our security professionals? And the other challenge uh, that I've seen, at least I've lived through that myself, is some of the tools are very sophisticated. Uh, they are powerful, but they're very sophisticated. What happens is it requires a very specialized skills in order to use them well, and then you're basically limiting them to a few very powerful users of the system. You're not able to leverage and empower the team. So we see a lot of um, new buzzwords about machine learning, anomaly detection, but we sometimes forget, you know, the first step we want to enable is actually the human. And if the human are enabled to do their job, they are actually better at a lot of the anomaly detections than just algorithms. So I think that's where uh, some of the modern sort of technology, the state of our technology needs to be, uh, is to be less rigid, to be more empowering and more accessible to our users. So if you step away from the tools for a moment, where do you see organizations overlooking elements of incident response and breach investigations? You know, a lot of us sort of came from the generation um, where we're looking at alerts, we're looking at, you know, certain signatures, and we're investigating, looking at, you know, the packet inspection and different things. I think organizationally, we need to all get better at is getting the security operation team trained 
to think about the dynamic relationships in an attack, right? You know, you've, you're familiar with the kill chain concept. Is to look at alerts in the context of which phase of the kill chain this is happening and try to have the ability to bring in contextual data that traditionally the security team may not be looking at because what they do is they bring you the context and the additional intelligence for you to see the full picture. So I think what's really limiting the abilities of our security operational team, it's not that they don't have technology. It's the technology has not been delivered to them in a way that they can fuse their intelligence, their processes, and their way of doing things all together in an optimized way. Um, I think that's where we haven't we haven't seen a lot of organizations spending a lot of energy in, but I start to see some of the big, more early adopters, you know, they're putting together, for example, they have a SOC team looking at the traditional SOC. They're putting an advanced adversary sort of hunting team uh, in parallel to that. I think uh, that is something that we want the industry to follow. You mentioned up front the topic of the analytics-enabled SOC, and this is going to be the topic of your presentation at RSA Asia-PAC. So define this for us. What is the analytics-enabled SOC? I think there's a couple of parts to uh, analytics-enabled SOC. I would start with an operational model. The operational model for analytics-enabled SOC needs to be more focusing on the team, on the analyst. Is about enabling them, empowering them, giving them the tools, giving them the data so they can do their job. They can do their job in a much more timely manner. And comparing to the traditional SIM that uh, we're familiar with and what most of the SIM that's out there that's being used has been very much focused on a power user. It's a power user-centric, right? It's, it's like you have to really develop that specialized skills in order to use it. So I think we're changing that to make it a team effort, make it empowering so analysts in, you know, level one, level two, level three can all contribute than a higher level than, in a higher level than they traditionally would be. So that's sort of an operation model, a, a philosophy and approach. The other elements of the analytics enabled SOC, it's really the capabilities that can allow the analyst to create and discover relationships among any security-relevant data sources. This is basically giving them the ability to create a rapid learning loop, and so they can learn from, you know, new attacks and new techniques and from their community and apply that work to automate some of the things that they had to use humans to do hunting. So it's a process of getting access to the data and leverage the data and using human intelligence, using other intelligence to discover the relationships among dynamic sort of different data sources and activities. And on top of that, giving you the ability to automate and reuse and share those among the team. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's data accessibility. And it's basically having the SOC team focusing on not just detecting attacks, but also understand the campaigns that attackers behind it. You used a key word there, leverage. Hi, and how are some of your customers leveraging the power of big data with this analytics-enabled SOC? 
I think when sin first started many years ago, uh, the goal was also, you know, trying to provide a lot of data reduction and reducing the noises, and so you can have less false positives. I think we have gone beyond just data reduction and and reducing false positives. I think we need to provide a better balance of providing data inclusion and accessibility so they can do their analytics with the richest data sets they can get their hands on in order to get the best intelligence out of the system. So what we have seen uh, our customers do is they basically bring a lot of the data sources together, machine data and some contextual information, and they bring that in for a particular use case, say security in this conversation we're having. But they also, because we have this one platform, they also have data, you know, and they also have a lens to look at the data from operation perspective, from application uh, performance perspective, and couple that with security lenses, they actually end up doing a lot more than just monitoring security. They end up monitoring their business, and they understand how the business performance is related to, for example, security, you know, some of the DDoS that happens, and, and, and they actually develop uh, metrics to understand if we secure our website better and we can actually deliver business value back to the business. So the security team and the Splunk users usually become the enabler in an organization to break down the silos between different sort of um, operational centers, and they also were able to deliver a lot more value beyond just, you know, a particular use case. For example, fraud is really a good combo of business operation management and application management and also security. So the leverage we've seen in customers is to be able to take all the different data, put different lenses on them, and get value for multiple business owners, if you will, and then overall give a bigger picture, full picture to the business uh, for the CEOs, the CIOs. Um, of their organization. Well, again, you used a powerful word. In this, in this case, it was the word value. What do you find to be some of the solid business benefits that your customers are seeing from their efforts? We have seen a few different things. Let's say start with security and breach um, response and investigation. The biggest sort of telling number is our customer tell us that previously uh, when they use a set of, you know, SIM plus other sort of endpoint solutions and, and things they put together. To investigate something usually takes them hours, if not days. And to, in order to respond to something, to really to be sure that what's going on, they actually have to get to many different sort of users and the systems in order to be sure. So with Splunk, because they were able to take all data, and we believe, again, you know, all data is security relevant, and they were able to take all data there in one platform, in one repository, and they were able to access them and make those decisions in minutes versus hours or days. That's sort of one big thing in the incident response case. And the other one, I think it's probably not as quantifiable as just hours and minutes, is because they are able to look at it from an analytics angle. They're looking at the full picture. They're not just responding to a particular incident. They're actually looking at, well, where does this incident fit in the overall picture of a potential attack? 
and how, you know, have we seen this before? What impact it has? You know, in our latest release 3.1, we give customers the ability to actually assign risk scores. So the risk score will help them prioritize the things that they would work on first, and that's not based on alert or something. It's based on the overall how this particular thing has impacted their business. Uh, I think that's a tremendous new step for the customers to get the business risk embedded and blended into their security operations. There's many other things that we do on the IT operations side and application side that customers have, you know, say same thing. The mean time to response have been reduced from hours to minutes. And uh, they were able to piece together a lot of contextual information. They can manage, for example, their mobile usages, their fuel you know, consumptions, and uh, delivers huge amount of ROIs um, that we can go into details if needed. But I thought I'll focus on security today. Well, very good. A final question for you. In terms of where organizations can begin, if you were to give a bit of advice about the road toward the analytics-enabled Security Operations Center, what's the important first step? I think the first step is really more focus on people and people and goals, right? you got to aspire to have a security operation that's staying ahead of the game versus just being reactive. So I think you got to align your organization's goals with the people you bring on board. Um, you know, I did a session with the CISO from Zappos uh, at the Gardner Summit, and um, one of the things we talked about is he was able to bring operations and security and all together and empower the entire team to help hunt for security problems and resolve security problems. And he himself also mentioned the same thing. He said the most important thing is to make sure that you hire the right people into your organization, the people who are creative, the people who understand security, and the people who are willing to understand the business. Because if they don't understand the business, it's very hard for them to apply analytic skills to understand how this impacts their business. If they don't understand security, it's hard for them to judge if this is something that's really impactful for their operations. So I'd say start with aspiration role, you know, goals. That's what you want to do. You don't you want to be proactive. And the second, make sure you hire the people who can support your goals and operations in a way with enough versatility. Of course, the third piece, I would say, it's making sure that you have the right tools so you can get all the information, you know, the machine data, the intelligence coming from outside, and the knowledge that the humans brings to the judgment calls. Um, I think that's all very important. Well, hi, and I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you for taking time to talk with me. Thank you for taking time to uh, talk to us, and uh, we really very, very excited about what we're doing in this industry, and uh, very excited about our latest release. Uh, we actually will be showcasing that at RSA in Singapore uh, next week. Very good. The topic has been the analytics-enabled SOC. I've been speaking with Haiyan Song, Vice President of Security Markets with Splunk. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.